Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Joining us now is the man who runs the uh, Wellington Phoenix Academy, Paul Temple. G'day, Paul. How are you doing? I'm very good, Ricardo. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Good. And I uh, wanted to talk to you. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of football going on. There's a lot of things we can talk about. But uh, one of those is, uh, you know, how the Phoenix have bounced back. That 4-1 win against Western United, second in the league after conceding 11 and two games. That uh, showed a hell of a lot of tenacity and mental strength from not just Ufuk Tale, but also the team. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think this probably uh, goes without saying where it's it's definitely been the toughest season um, for the guys over there. Um, just with being based in Australia now for it's two and a half years, um, it's certainly taken its toll on everybody. And I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very difficult environment. And when you lose a game um, by a few goals like they have twice in a row, um, that just magnifies the uh, frustration with the situation. But um be able to bounce back and show that kind of resilience and character, I think, shows you a lot of what that team's about and the the characters that are in the squad, but also how um, Ufi and, and Chiefy have kind of managed that team as well through a really difficult season. Um, so it's really great for them to, to get that win again. Um, and, you know, still keeps them in the hunt for the top six, which is something to play for um, throughout the, these last six, seven games. Well, that's the thing. I think we've got six six games left, and I think only one of them is against a team in the top six. Everything everything else is by is teams underneath, uh, and there's a few of those teams that, you know, effectively season's over. They can't really, realistically, make the top six. Does that make any difference, do you think? Oh, look, I think the whole league is pretty inconsistent to be honest there's uh there isn't that kind of usual look to those sort of top sides either um i think you know in the past just sydney fcs for example who have won a few titles in the last few years have always been just so consistent you don't see them drop a lot of points especially teams that they shouldn't be dropping points to but i just think this season um you know we saw it last night with the two kind of league leaders um yeah, I just think anyone is kind of capable of beating anyone. And the form book is really hard to read. You know, you look at the fixtures that Phoenix have got and say they're, they're all winnable games to get them in the six, but then, you know, the team's not been consistent with the form either. It's two wins, two losses, another win. So I think the Phoenix form is quite similar to a lot of teams in the league that on their day, you just not quite sure what it's going to going to come out um, and so I think it makes it exciting to watch but it also makes it really hard to predict. Yeah, well, you're not wrong mate. I mean, you know, we as I mentioned, uh the Phoenix conceded 11 and 2 games and then beat second in the table Western United 4-1 and you know, a team that beat the Phoenix 6-0 the other day gets beat 3-0 by Melbourne Victory as well last night. So it is um it is all over the show. Uh I don't know um how much you saw of that game but Marco Rojas must have put himself back in uh, all-whites contention. It was a bit of a statement game, wasn't it? A couple of great strikes. Yeah, well, look, I think anyone that's watched the league um, over the past 10 years really knows the credentials that Marco has and the quality that he possesses. Um, it's probably been a frustrating 12 to 18 months really with a bad injury, obviously, last year. And so it's really great to see like those Kiwis doing so well and standing out, yeah, like, 
he's always had that ability, and I think um, when it shines out like that, it just makes everyone realise like, what a player he is. And he's now an experienced, older player with that quality as well. So, yeah, if he can uh, put some performances together on a consistent basis like that, then he's obviously going to put himself right in the shot window for the All-Whites at a really uh, crucial time of the year going into the the playoffs and then obviously with the World Cup at the back end of that as well he'll be wanting to try and get his way into that squad Now one of the reasons I want to get you on today Paul uh, was to talk about some of the players some of the names we're seeing on the Phoenix team sheet um, who have obviously come through the academy I would imagine you know we're talking about guys like Jackson Manuel Riley Bidwar George Ott Oscar Van Haddam Lewis Toomey Curtis Mogg, Finn Sermon to an extent, even Alex Paulson, um, have probably got their chances a little earlier than, I don't know if you would have, uh, you want to say you would have expected or even earlier than you would have liked uh, in terms of their development. But it's been a, a necessary uh, to do it because of uh, COVID, because of injuries, etc. cetera. Um, how happy are you with where things are at in terms of the academy and what you're producing? Yeah, I think in professional football, it's quite rare actually to get a situation where you have a young player and everything kind of goes perfectly well in terms of their progress and when they make their debut. And, you know, ideally, you know, you can get somebody on when you're 3-0 up with 20 minutes to go and let them go and enjoy their debut. Like That happens quite rarely. Um, so this is just the nature of the business. You know, these young players have to be adaptable and ready when called upon and sometimes... You know, that is uh, very, very quickly and in tr- tough circumstances and other times it's uh, slightly different. You know, you think back to Ben Old's debut in the, in Sky Stadium last year. You know, there's 25,000 people. The team are playing great. Their team are in the lead. I mean, what a time to come on and make a, a professional debut. And then Riley Bidwas made his professional debut. The team's 4-0 down. And uh, seven days before, he was playing a Central League game for a for the reserve team, you know, so he's on a plane and hasn't had a training session with the team. He's straight in the squad and off the bench. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, that's the contrast that you get and that's part of the development is really to try and get these boys to understand that um, it's not always perfect and, and they've just got to be ready when called upon. That's their, that's their role as young players who are trying to break into the first team now. Well, you know, it's, it's not a great uh, leap to understand that, uh, the Central League um, versus the A-League is quite a leap in terms of quality and, and, and probably speed and things like that as well. I mean, your job is yep. obviously getting these guys um, to a certain level uh, with their professionalism, with their fitness, uh, with their skill base, with making decisions under pressure, etc., uh, so that they can go and do this. Um, how do you go about that and how do you bridge that playing for the Rezies in Central League versus coming off the bench in an A-League game? Yes, of course, it's a challenge, but you're right in what you say. There's there's things that you can control in terms of someone's development. So there's you know there's a psychological element to it where you've got to be resilient, but also confident, ready to kind of make that step up and feel that you can make that step up. There's a physical element where you know we're full time. Um, and the reserves play in the Central League, which is an amateur competition in New Zealand, but the players are full-time athletes, you know. So um, that's where like, they can, we can get them physically ready to step up into a higher level of competition um, immediately when called upon. And, 
you know, there there is a huge jump in level from the Central League to the A League. Um, however, that's the case. You know, whatever you do in sort of your professional journey, there's always going to be a point where you have to step up to the grade, and that's where, as a club, we uh, we have to work together, and it's working really great because the boys that go into that first team environment also get a really good education from Ufi and Chiefy around kind of stepping into the A-League and what they need to do in the A-League sense. So, yeah, it's, um, it is a challenge without a doubt, um, but it's a great challenge to have. And, and so far, um, things are going really well for us. Um, in fact, with Riley and Louis going over to the to the squad in Australia last week, um, that makes it that um, our starting 11 in the Central League last season, um, all 11 of them are, are now overseas playing professionally. So wow. it's, uh, it's pretty it's pretty awesome, you know, for us to to see those boys progress like that. And um, a lot of it is, is to do with the circumstances are a bit different. You don't usually get that type of uh, conversion rate, so to speak. But, um, yeah, the team need them. And uh, as I was saying before, it's trying circumstances in Australia. And when you get a COVID outbreak or you get um, some injuries, usually they would be at home here in Wellington and we would have the, the boys training with them more regularly and it would be an easier adaptation to kind of jump into a squad and be involved on a match day. Whereas at the moment we're dealing with situations where, you know, Riley and Louis had to jump on a on a plane on Tuesday, and uh, as I say, they didn't get a session with the team, and and they were um, yeah flushed straight into the match day squad. Um, so that's just the that's just the situation we're dealing with at the moment. I'll tell you what, come the end of season, when you have your sit down meetings with Ufi and and and, and uh, David Dome and Rob Morrison, your KPIs must be through the roof, mate. You'd be you'd be laughing. You'd be looking at that bonus already. <laughs> yeah, oh, look, it's. Um, it's just so good to see the the boys be able to kind of achieve what they set out to achieve on this journey, um, and I think that's the that's the thing that brings the most joy to all of us in the academy that are working in that space. Um, you know, we we see how much these guys are putting in effort behind the scenes, the stuff that's uh, hard to keep track of. You know, with the gym sessions and the extra trainings and the and the extras they do after training just to kind of try and give themselves the opportunity to make that step up. So when they are able to do that and you know what they put into it, it um, yeah, it brings a lot of joy because you know how much it means to them and their families and what they've had to go through to get to that point. And that's just the starting point. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic process to be part of. And, you know, I feel proud to be part of the Phoenix at the moment because at the club we're working really well together and everybody's on the same page in terms of using these young academy players and, and so far it's, it's working really well and some of them are starting to make a name for themselves. The ones that have been in the team a little bit longer um, are starting to establish themselves. Um, so, yeah, it's great. They're all on different um, journeys, but... Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really meaningful to them and to their families, so it's, it's fantastic to be part of that. Yeah, fantastic is the right word, mate. Uh, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Hey, before we let you go, Paul, big game in the Premier League mm. tomorrow morning at 3.30. Manchester City hosts Liverpool. You've got to think, if, if there's a winner in this game, uh, that gives you a good steer into who's going to take the Premier League title this season. How do you see the game going? Where's it going to be won? Oh, oh it's... People aren't excited about this one. Um, 
but there's been some fantastic rivalries in the Premier League over the years. You know, you think back to Man United Arsenal in those in the Wenger Ferguson days, but this Klopp Guardiola Liverpool Man City rivalry the last two, three, four years has just been amazing because it's different. It's not as uh, aggressive and it's not as uh, confrontational, but it's the style of football is just phenomenal from these two teams, um, the way they play, and so. Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the game. Um, look, I, I think it's just so hard to pick. Um, I think it's going to slightly suit Liverpool being at the Etihad because I think they're better on the counter-attack and uh, and they can make sure they defend well and use the pace of their front three to, to hurt Man City. And where they have come a little unstuck this year, Manchester City is in games against teams that can counter-attack them well. Uh, and be defensively, you know, like well organised. So, I think it suits Liverpool uh, that it's at the Etihad, and that's a weird thing to say. It's always you think home advantage, but I think Liverpool can go there and will have a pretty solid game plan, and and it will be really put the ball in City's court to say, come and break us down, come and open us up, and, and see what you've got. And if you're if you're not good enough, we'll pick you off on the break. So. Um, yeah, I don't have a particular preference as to who I would like to win, but I just have a sneaky feeling we might see a, we might see a, an away day victory tomorrow. Well, I can tell you the TAB uh, could make you a very rich man, Paul, because they, they've got Liverpool at $3.40. Oh, well... Well, look, I'm in the game, so I'm not allowed to bet Ricardo, so I'm not going uh, to get involved in that. But um, for those that want to, um, I think that would be a pretty uh, a pretty good bet to take. Um, but, look, you, you, you just can't call it, can you? I mean, it's just a, a feeling I have. But, um, look, I've really enjoyed watching City and Liverpool play this season. And, um, yeah, the, the quality of this game tomorrow, I think, is going to just be... Um, yeah, something for everyone to sort of say. Yeah, it's, it's a Premier League classic and to be playing so close at the end of the season where ultimately this is going to pretty much decide the title, I think is um, it's just a great spectacle, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. It's going to be a great game, 3.30 tomorrow morning. Good stuff. Thanks very much for joining us, Paul, and giving us some time. We'll let you go uh, and enjoy the rest of your weekend and uh, no doubt you'll be up bright and early tomorrow to watch that. Well done. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Uh, Paul Temple there from the Phoenix Academy. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.